It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. again welcome to <laughs> care bar and grill podcast jeff johnson here heather non-pond burnt santi over there how you doing that's me hello that's you i'm good and I'm good. Kristen peterson over 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 there that's me <laughs> that's you Hi. um so we're gonna be talking this is um our sixth this is i think our sixth play schema uh, recording in the series back in episode uh, 692 we talked about play schema schema play theory overall and then in the next episode we talked about transporting and 703 we talked about connecting and 704 we talked about rotation and 705 we talked about trajectory and there have been like 50 or 60 episodes since then so we thought we better catch up and uh, <laughs> and get some more of this uh... has there been that many since we've done the last one yeah um, oh, oh, there's a lot of episodes of the show. Um, but before <laughs> we get into that, I got to I got to talk about something. Um, it's October 1st where we're recording this. Uh, went to the grocery store this morning, spent some time with my butcher uh, talking, <laughs> talking meat, the uh, the the horrible cost of bacon nowadays. Oh, I um, know. It's horrible. Oh, oh, my gosh. And, you know, I'm I'm 64 percent bacon. Then went over and talked <laughs> to my dairy guy and I'm like, hey, dairy guys, it's it's eggnog season. Where's the eggnog? And he's like, uh, there's some pumpkin spice eggnog right there. And I'm like, no. no. And then he pulls. It, the light shines out of this cord, cardboard box he's standing in front of, and he pulls out <laughs> Fireball brand eggnog. Of course, and then he the did. whole world stops and it goes. Ah. Yeah, yeah, and so I, I heard I heard a chorus of angels sing a little bit, and uh, and so not non alcoholic Fireball eggnog, but it's got the uh, Fireball spiciness, and then you can add your float of Fireball to it. Sure. And so I ran home and uh, and I'm. I'm I'm enjoying it right now. Yay, fireball season. Um, okay. Not not exactly what I thought about starting the show with, but it's much more important than right. Mm. Oh, the crispy creaminess and the spiciness. It's delicious. Oh my god. Uh, thoughts on egg eggnog? I'm I'm not an eggnog person. I'm not an eggnog person at all. Okay, great. More for me. Mm-hmm. Also not a fireball person. So <laughs> no, nope, me neither. You get it all. All right, it's my like my birthday. <laughs> so this this episode we're talking about enclosing. Uh, first, mm, give, give me give me an give me a give me a one sentence definition of play schema, and then let's talk about enclosing. Ex- 
Uh, so I would say enclose, the enclosing schema could be described as putting objects or yourself into enclosed spaces or making enclosed spaces to put those things into. So when you step back and look at young children going about their daily lives of being young children, this is something that goes on a whole hell of a lot yeah. of, a lot of times in a, in a heck of a lot of ways, huh? Yes, definitely. Um, okay. Have we done the enveloping schema yet? I don't, um, I don't remember. I, just, I don't remember either. I just, I just went through the whole list of everything. Hold on. Whoops. Hold on. Obviously we've done transporting, we've we done connecting, we've done rotation, and we've done trajectory. Okay, so um, I think for um, how how are they different? Because isn't enveloping putting yourself in enclosed spaces like wrapping things around you? Um, it it is. I would say enveloping is yeah, wrapping objects up using fabric, using okay. sticky tape and things. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's a, a maybe a subtle difference, but um, that, that's how I would describe it. So they're, they're I mean, strong. they're, they're the same brand of thing, just maybe, yeah. maybe not, they're not, they're not even as different as fireball and fireball eggnog. <laughs> they're, they're probably closer yeah. than that. Um, yeah. So what a great rubric to be using. <laughs> Let's fireball, see with that one. Fireball rubric. <laughs> um, so kids are doing this all the time. This is why, I mean, kid, I mean, they're they're like cats. You put a cardboard box in a room, yes. and somebody's somebody's gonna close themselves up in it, right? You put a put a blanket in the play space, and somebody's going to either throw it over a table and get under it, or wrap themselves up in it. Mm -hmm. uh, this is why why they. I mean, it, so the thing they do at the easel when they they paint something, and then they paint purple over the top of everything. Yes. Is that is that this? I think so. Um, we ha I had a little boy um, in my preschool class a year ago who this was his main schema. Um, and, and that was one of the things he would do at the easel. Um, he would paint the outside edge first and then fill in the paper inside that. Um, or if I wrote his name on the paper, he would paint over it. So that turned into a game where he would wait for me to write his name somewhere and he would Aww. cover it up, um, which could, which could be also enveloping, but, um, is so, so yeah, the painting one is one that I probably wouldn't have connected myself as enclosure, but it is one that Same. I see a lot. Yeah, I think kids do this. I mean, they literally do this for themselves too. If you ever the kid that, that that like starts painting their arm green yeah. just because there's yes. the green paint. And yeah. I mean, that's that's a little bit of this, but that's also a, a real big sensory thing in a lot of mm -hmm. ways too, as as well. And so there's uh, and again, a lot of these a lot of these play schemas are are things we kind of drive kids away from sometimes because that's that's too messy that's you know i mean that's not the way we do things here those kind mm -hmm. of things and i think maybe maybe not maybe this one not as much as as others like uh like playing with trajectory maybe <laughs> maybe gets yeah. a, a little bit more moral judgment from caregivers but yeah we, we have issues with this because um especially when if they're closing themselves we worry oh i won't be able to see you and yeah 
And so alarms go off sometimes yeah. when kids engage in this kind of activity. Yeah, because one of the things we'll see is children crawling under tables yeah. um, or, um, you know, hiding in corners where they're or behind a shelf or something. Um, and yeah, we get really, really worried about the safety aspect of it. And I, that's one of the reasons I love schema play theory, because it gives us a new way of thinking about things that sort of drive us crazy or worry, uh, worry us if we can see it as um, this is this is him exploring enclosure and he's getting you know he gets to hear positional language and he learns about self-awareness and his body in space and um, uh, being able to disappear and reappear then then we're more likely to think of it as a learning opportunity and less as a behavior, misbehavior yeah. problem. Yeah, I, I through and you know my experience is here in the states, schema play theory isn't isn't nearly no. as as widely known as maybe in Australia and a little bit Canada. I think I think Australia is much more embracing of the idea mm -hmm. or knowledgeable and than, than originated Canada, in the UK. The, yeah. the main researcher was in the UK. Yeah. So I was I was doing an online session where we're getting some behavior stuff uh, a couple nights ago, and I and I brought this out there, and I could see I could see a a couple toddler teachers that were in the session. I could see their eyes yeah. widen because they said, oh, I see that all the time. Mm -hmm. And I had I no idea that it was this. Yeah. And so they see it's easier to see a lot more value in this kind and of activity. They, people seem to be more receptive to schema play theory than other theory that we talk, that I talked to them about. They, you know, they're less, I, I hear less of, well, that's fine on paper, but in the real world, that doesn't work. When they start to hear about schema play, um, I see that I just see so much more openness yeah. um, with that. So how do we get better when it comes to uh, enclosing? How do we get better at embracing it in our early learning settings? Well, for me, I think this one for me is a lot easier to embrace than like the trajectory or the scattering <laughs> of things. And it probably is the same for a lot of other early childhood educators because it's not as maybe as loud or as messy or as big or as anything, it's more contained. And so that's mm -hmm. probably why it's easier to accept this schema mm -hmm. versus. Yeah. Other. I think it's, it's less likely to um, be inconvenient to the adult when people yeah. are doing enclosing. Um, and also it doesn't involve other children in the way that trajectory or disconnecting or um, some of the others do when, when, um, w when even the materials just impact other children. So I think it's just very convenient for this yeah, one. It's, and less it's, worries, it's so. maybe of the, of the eight to 12 kind of, what do we call them? The popular, the most, uh -huh. uh, the most yeah. common uh, play schemas. It's probably the least annoying to adults. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Maybe. Um, except, yeah. I mean, I, I can I can picture, you know, when Terry decides he's got to uh, he's got to enclose Anthony in uh, in the cardboard box or yeah. in a locker. Um, yeah. Either one of you ever get enclosed in a locker um, in, in high school or middle school? No, no I sure no. did. No, no. Oh. Did you? And no, I did a little you bit. Enclosed you enclosed. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
we know this. <laughs> I mean, it was it was consensual. Um, okay. <laughs> no, all because, right. No, you close somebody and somebody up in somebody else's locker, and then that person opens their oh. locker and a human oh, being sure. jumps out. That's, sure, that's different. that's some good fun. That's some yeah. good fun there. Oh, yes. um, and so, I mean, Kristen, your playground has one of my my favorite um, enclosing structures that I've ever seen. That big hollow log. I know that the giant that, log. It also provides a great place to enclose poop. Um, <laughs> so we had some we had some squatters in that log this past summer and they found the perfect crevice to enclose that poop in and one of our teachers got the lucky job of crawling into that log (laughs) to get the logs out um but how amazing did that feel for that kid to realize they could do it like like it's big enough that they can get into a squatting position to poop (laughs) Oh, mm-hmm. I, that log is big enough that I could get into the a squatting position and poop in it. I mean, if I <laughs> wanted to, which, which, which I don't, because there okay, are. Good. I mean, I, I just don't want to. I mean, just the the police report would just be more than <laughs> I need right now. Oh my goodness! Early um, childhood guy arrested at Butter, Butterfly Hills for pooping in the log. Uh, yeah, no, that, wouldn't, yeah. that wouldn't be good at all. Uh, but no, that log is huge. What is it like, fourteen foot long? And it's got oh, yeah. a, the opening, and it's got to be about uh, about three and a half, four foot in diameter. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's yeah. giant. And, and, and what it, you had some you had some friends of the program drag it out of the forest on yeah. with, with ATVs or something. Yes. Well, they had to get it onto a trailer behind a truck and they just cut a chunk of the tree off and brought it in one day. And they're like, (laughs) Hey, we got this giant log. And we were like, Oh, this is amazing. So it's been there since we opened eight years ago. And it's like, um, braced on some other logs that were boards that were cut to like hold it. Yeah. And it's not moving anywhere anytime soon. And it's become Well, and more than just like a place for children to go inside and enclose themselves in, it's also become a slide. Like they will prop things up against it. And even just the log itself, it's so smooth on the outside now from so many years of like sitting on and climbing on that you just like launch yourself right off that thing. It's so fun. That, that would be trajectory. Um, so, I mean, we can, we can include of semi-permanent structures is that what we'd call that in our in our settings to support this kind yeah. of play but but loose parts i think are also yeah. delightful uh lots of blankets and and maybe tarps out in the playground plastic mm-hmm. or or uh, cotton tarps that can be drug around um but then also the whole thing of uh, of cubby building which i think is a lot more popular in uh, in australia and the uk than it is in the in the states just having sticks and boards mm-hmm. and stuff around where kids can build their own little little shelters because that's kind of yeah. that kind of falls it, into into this yeah any kind of fort making yeah. materials yeah. um so so it's big stuff like that but also um part of this is just lining up toys so that they touch um Mm -hmm. and you know of of course like train tracks connecting Mm -hmm. train tracks um to make a complete you know circle or something and Mm -hmm. it's another one where for me it's a good example of how how deeply we need to observe so we could look at a child who wants to get the train tracks every day 
and assume that he's just a train enthusiast. When if we watch closer, he's never actually doing train stuff. He's just connecting and taking apart the train track. So it's um, if we, we have to look a little deeper sometimes to see what the schema is. You know, a lot of us are very comfortable talking about observing children's interests and planning things based on that. But it's not just what they're using, it's how they're using it mm-hmm. um, when we're talking about schema play. And I think that um, opens up a lot of opportunities and allows us to support children so much better. Yeah, that that kid that's into into the enclosing with the Thomas the Tank Engine track, he, he might, I mean, Thomas may be zero part of the play, yeah. but it's yeah. all those all those pieces of track that are the the big thing. Um, yeah. and I mean, one of uh, uh, Harriet Johnson's uh, stages of block play is is building building enclosures mm-hmm. and um what is it number two or three no three 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 i think it's i think it's number three um, okay. anyway and so that's a big thing you'll see kids in the block area and it's just about building these little little rings or enclosures and they'll build them around themselves mm-hmm. and then they'll mm-hmm. go get half a dozen plastic dinosaurs and build a zoo um and it's not not about stacking the blocks up it's about building yeah. these circles and rings and, and, and shapes around them yeah, and a lot of times you'll see them put the toys on the floor first and mm-hmm. then build the enclosure mm-hmm. around. Yeah. It's not like they're thinking about making a fence and then putting things in. It's like, these things are already here and now I need to close it. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and then they get a little bit beyond that. Then they'll, they'll build it a, a, couple, a couple layers high and, they'll, and yeah. they, have to, they have to hunt for the long, the long mm-hmm. flat blocks that, yeah. that we often take away because they get turned into weapons. Um, <laughs> and, and we got to find those so we can build roofs for those enclosures. And, and um, that's why I always like having containers like uh, yogurt and cottage cheese and yeah. the, old, the big Quaker oat cardboard ones around with the lids. Because that whole pro- the the pots and pans in the dramatic play area with with the lids for the uh, yeah. for the cooking pots because that's that's part of uh, part of this as well. Absolutely, hmm, makes me want to go find some oatmeal containers. Does people even eat oatmeal anymore? Like uh, they make oatmeal cookies. Oh, I suppose in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing we use meatballs are meatballs. Or we throw oatmeal it for is free meatballs in our house. <laughs> so when I do um when I do my schema presentation that I that I've got um I I use the enclosure schema as one of the main examples because of this little guy I had a year ago um and so I talked about how he painted the edges of the the paper first and then filled inside um but he also would use like giant cushions to just put himself inside and have a couple Mm -hmm going up and down and then one over the top. He was always under tables. Um, but also he, um, it, whenever he played with like Play-Doh, um, he was just sticking things inside the Play-Doh and closing the Play-Doh around it, um, which drove some people crazy. They didn't get sure. that. Um, or putting, taking things out of a drawer and then putting different things in a drawer and closing the drawer. Um, and suitcases. He just loved to carry mm. suitcases around oh, and whatever yeah. he could find on any of the shelves that would fit in, he would. So we spent a lot of time at the end of the mornings putting back all of these small little manipulatives and things that that he that Freddie had um, carried around in the suitcase all morning. Yeah. And 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 understanding that that was part of his scheme of play, again, made it more 
less annoying that we had to put all those things away at mm-hmm. the end of the morning. Well, maybe not we less understand. annoying, but at least you understood. Yeah. <laughs> it was still annoying. <clears throat> yeah, I totally get that. We would have those uh, those little pastel colored uh, plastic Easter eggs. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, That's uh, a good uh, one. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, kids would fill, I mean, there's like 40 of those things laying around. They have to find them all first because they're, I mean, it's loose parts. They're all over the place. And then they, every one of them they w- would get filled with, with something. Mm-hmm. and uh and then somebody would come along and crack them open and make omelets or something um <laughs> as as part of their play another one that's part of this is uh is pockets right oh mm-hmm. pockets oh yes. my god my son when he was little when he was like two and a half three he'd run around in his his little uh osh gosh by gosh overalls <laughs> with with oh so many pockets and everyone had to have a little hot a wheels dream. car in it yes hot and wheels car <laughs> it was it was just delightful it's like when he figured out how to put when he figured out how to use a pocket and i mean we as adults don't think about this but pockets are technology yeah. um and and figuring out how to get something into a pocket and then get it back out that's that's a a leap forward uh-huh. in terms of being a human because you can you can bring your stuff with you um and and so there, there are kids that that they do this but then a lot of times they kids get in trouble for this mm-hmm. because the whatever it is ends up going home yeah uh, not because the kid is not because the kid has got a, a light touch and is trying to rip you off but because he was the kid was concerned about enclosing and mm-hmm. in, in being involved in this and then forgot the car or the, yeah. the batman figurine was there or whatever it is yeah we bought Knox a just because of this reason because he loves to collect things. We bought him a fanny pack. <laughs> yes. Oh, he'll wear his little fanny pack around, and, like shove all the things he finds when we're outside running around or yeah. on vacation at the beach or whatever. He'll just like put all the things, all of his collections, yeah. in there, and carry them around. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember my favorite dress when I was like five had an apron attached, and just carrying things around in the apron which could be transporting, but also, you know, I had to make sure they were all sure. covered and, and secure to carry them around. Back to the fanny pack. What's <laughs> it look like? Um, it's just like a tiny, it's like this big and it's like an army green color mm-hmm. with a black waist belt thing. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, and he doesn't always wear it as a fanny pack. Sometimes it's just like slung around like him. Messenger bag. Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Um, you leave Knox alone, Jeff. No, no. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I, I I just worry about Knox. I worry that Kristen is dementing the poor child. So I like to check in on some things mm-hmm. once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's called supporting his learning, Jeff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what it is. Supporting um, his schemas, Jeff. That's right, Jeff. <laughs> Re. I don't think I like that. <laughs> I like that tone. Um, so <laughs> I think, I think, um, this is oh oh another one uh um we would have uh ace ba- remember old ace bandages those long yeah. ones mm-hmm. we'd have some of those out just in the dramatic play area and then there's a whole you gotta you gotta wrap up your broke your pretend broken arm that kind of thing that yeah. was a or your baby fun one yeah, 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 yeah. Or make they would they would make mummies with out of, out of the baby dolls with those too, absolutely. Um so that was that was kind of a, a fun version of this. So I mean, it goes on. It goes on everywhere. It goes on to the dramatic play area. It goes on to the playground. It goes on to the block area. It goes on in the arts and crafts area. Um, 
So it's kind of post-it notes. We've had kids like we put post-it notes out and they'll just like cover all the things and like wrap things in post-it notes. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the thing. People do that at people's cars too. Don't they, they post or note them. Yeah. 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 We did it to our foreign exchange students bedroom on April fool's day, his whole entire room. (laughs) We did the whole entire thing in post-it notes. It's amazing. I mean, that sounds a little bit abusive, but okay. <laughs> uh, I don't, maybe, no, it wasn't abusive. See, here's no. where reframing it as a schema exploration yeah. <laughs> really works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can reframe your practical jokes as, as yeah. schema. It's not abuse. It's no. schema theory. It's yeah, schema sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the abuse schema. Uh, <laughs> Any, any final thoughts on this one before we wrap it up? No. No. I don't think so. On the on the list of popular schemas, where does enclosing fall on your on your list of favorites? Is it is it on the is it in the top five or is it I I don't think it's in my top five. It's it's interesting and uh you know, like, like all of them, I get to be in sort of researcher mode to figure it out, mm-hmm. but the actual play sometimes is a little bit. Not, it's as, not fun. as jazzy. Not as yeah. Not as yeah. Yeah. Um, either one of you got anything you want to plug before we wrap things up? Um, do I? Um, well, you could, I mean, give us your Instagram. Oh yeah, page, yeah, yeah. My Instagram know. name actually changed to Kristen.rb.peterson. Oh, and I have another one now too. I was going to so, say you changed Learning Wilds. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, I changed it. I changed it from Learning Wild to Kristen. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, then I have a new Instagram called Early Childhood CEO. So you can follow along on that one too. It's just basically teaching people how to like um, make passive income while they're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Heather, you, plug Heather? your podcast. Um, I have a podcast. It's called That Early Childhood Nerd. That Early Childhood Nerd, which uh, recently had its uh, best month ever, ever in Woo! terms of downloads. Uh, if you're looking for any kind of longer format discussions on early learning, early topics, and a little bit of goofing around, check out That sure. Early Childhood yeah. Nerd. Um, for, as for me, working on the online trainings for 2022 right now, uh, Kristen here is going to do a handful. Tamar Jacobson is doing uh, a bunch of hers. We got the crew from Inspired EC and the Australia doing bunch uh melinda marshall friend of the show and family child care provider is doing some uh some play play in family child care themed sessions with Yay. me that we're, we're putting together together and uh and we're gonna we're gonna work on heather to see if we can get her to find some time in her day to do this but heather's busy with other to. things um, <laughs> <clears throat> so check those out at explorationsearlylearning.com this has been the child care bar and grill thanks for listening bye-bye <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. I dropped my pen. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.